listening to Wireframes presented by the Application Developers Alliance. Hello, this is Jacob Goldstein of the Application Developers Alliance. As smartphones have become a ubiquitous part of our lives, we increasingly rely on applications that use our location to help us navigate the world and find information about our surroundings. However, GPS information gives us an incomplete picture of location and makes it hard to use these technologies to their full potential. I'm joined today by Tamir and Lilac of Worlds to discuss how adding place information to location data can help developers increase the quality of their apps. Uh, thanks for joining us, Lilac and Tamir. Could you uh, tell us a little bit more about Worlds? Yes, of course. Hi, Jacob. Um, so Worlds is a company that uh, basically deals with the fact that uh, our smartphones are so intelligent and so smart that they actually know what places we visit during the day. So they would know that uh, I entered uh, some location, some venue. They would know if I uh, leave it and come back a week after. But what they don't know is uh, what is the actual name of this venue. And for this, uh, Worlds, what we do is we actually map all these venues into sort of, you can look at them as uh, virtual spheres, uh, virtual bridges between the, the virtual world and the, uh, and the, and the actual physical world. Uh, so when you have worlds on your phone, your phone actually knows exactly where you are. If you're at home, if you're in your office, what is your office? If you went into Starbucks, if you went into some other shop. And we do all this based on uh, signals that are transmitted inside uh, these locations. Right, right. Um, to, to sort of expand on that, um, to what extent does identifying uh, venues like this make geolocation data more accurate? And is that how different is that from the, the normal approach that people use in geolocation today? Okay, well, geolocation today, um, there's a lot of location-based services. Uh, but the location is based on GPS, GSM signals. And so basically, it's it's not accurate. I mean, it provides you original coverage, so you know an approximate area, and you know that in that area there are several venues. There could be a Starbucks there. There could be a health club. There could be, a, you know, another fashion change, but you don't really know exactly where a person is. So if a person walks down Fifth Avenue every day from work to the subway, um, and he passes by a lot of locations, if you're based on, geo, uh, on geolocation, you'll know that he passed by all these places. You actually don't know what places he visits. If you're using worlds, the technology is such that it's very accurate, it's very pinpointed, and we can tell you exactly what places, what venues the, the person is visiting, which helps for building a you know a profile of a person and for better segmentation. Yeah, yeah. I, just to add to that, uh, on the other hand, there are services that give you a pinpoint location, like uh, iBeacons and... Uh, you know, specific hardware that you would install inside the venues to detect that users are, are actually uh, in the store. But for this, you need to install hardware. And our solution is actually utilizing the signals that are already out there, mainly Wi-Fi and uh, other signals that are already there. So no infrastructure needs to be deployed and no actual connection with the venues themselves should, uh, is even required. So this is all crowdsourced. Okay. Okay. It's very interesting. So for... For some types of apps, like e-commerce applications, having access to this type of information about what kinds of stores or, or locations of purpose visits um, serves a very obvious function. But are there some sort of less obvious use cases that you guys have seen or, or sort of less uh, immediately apparent types of apps that can benefit from this kind of information? Well, I guess so. the first thing you, you would uh, find immediately when you start looking at uh, places people visit is 
you would be able to actually uh, segment these users. So you would be able to, uh, um, you know, build like lookalike uh, uh, graphs and say, these users uh, visit these kinds of places, which means that it's a specific kind of user and they behave in, in one way with my app. Well, another user belongs to a different group and uh, behaves differently with my app. This is actually used very well for just, uh, you know, extending the life of your application. Also, you can, uh, there are other verticals that are very interesting, such as um, you know, travelers applications, uh, uh, tourists, events applications. Uh, loyalty clubs are very strong. Uh, they want to know when you're in venues that are uh, relevant to them. And, you know, dating applications. Even, you know, to go uh, far away, you can even look at homes. Uh, let's say that in my home, every time you come to visit me, your, let's say the background, the, the, the home screen of your phone would change to fit my uh, taste in uh, fashion, just for example. But, you know, the imagination can take us to many, it can take us to many places here. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's an, an interesting um, use case. And, and to think about ways that you can sort of, of use that data um, to, to expand the, the function of the app and not just sort of for, for the monetization aspect, but to, to get back a little bit on to sort of the, the, the more apparent and, the, and I think the more common right now use cases. Um, what, what is it about venue locations that makes it more valuable when you're building an ad profile or, or sort of a user profile than a broader topic, than a broader area of geolocation, like city location or, or stuff that you could, you could gather from, uh, the GPS based data? Yeah. I think that basically, you know, when you look at where people visit, the venues they visit or the places they visit, you basically, you build a behavioral profile. You build, you know, you build a segment of what, what these people behave like, what are their habits, what are the things they like to do, what are the places they visit, where if you're just looking at a city, there's a lot of people who live in the same city, but they run very different lifestyles. So once you go into the more detailed, uh, uh, of, of, of basically what venues you visit, you would know, for example, that I visit the health food, the health food stores, you know, twice a week, whereas the same person who lives in the same region as where I am, you know, actually goes to McDonald's three times, uh, three times a week. So it's a very different profile and it's very useful when you want to attract people and engage people with relevant content. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So uh, in the context of engagement with your app uh, and, and building out that kind of engagement and a profile of who your users are, how important is it to identify not just where people are, are going in general and what sort of people there are, but in what context they're actually using your app and in what sort of locations are they they directly interacting with the application that you make? Is that sort of is that something that that isn't that that's more valuable necessarily than just sort of the generalized profile of of what sort of venues a person visits, or um, or is that not the case for every app? Uh, of course, there are many apps that can benefit from this. I mean, you can look, uh, you can start by looking at the simpler ones. For example, like coupon applications that, that just the context of being in a specific store where the coupon is uh, is relevant is, is just you know amazing information. And there's the less uh, uh, obvious uh, cases in which uh, you know. I want to know where people use my, 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 uh, let's say I have a game. I want to know where people use it the most. So maybe it's, uh, on, in the bus, in the bus, on the train, when they get to work. Uh, maybe I have a, a supermarket application and I want to know when the user just left his office and is actually going 
in, in 10 minutes to be in his home, so maybe I should catch him on the way, and, and this is the place where he would actually go and stop in my, in my location. So uh, any of these can give a lot of hints to applications, and you know, just looking at the profile of where people use my application can give a lot of insight and, and a lot of uh, call to action for the user's opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have? It's, a, it's an interesting point, the fact that you can just sort of see from where people use your apps, what kind of functions um, they're they're trying to to get done with your app. Do you have sort of? I mean, and it, what I what I'm wondering is, in your guys' experience, have you seen that that this is something that sort of allows that de- developers completely change the 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 function of their apps? Is this something that you think developers can look at and say, well, are we can make if people are only using it for this thing, we should shift focus and and kind of redesign what the app does to fit <clears throat> excuse me are are sort of the use cases that we're seeing or do you think of this as more uh, a way to refine um your user engagement where you're saying well now that in like in the case of the supermarket app where you're saying well this is would be a good time to send a, a push notification or something like that what do you think is sort of um the, the best way to to plug this data into your design and your your overall workflow well, yes, of course, uh, uh, just knowing where the person is, uh, would definitely, uh, enable you to, uh, to, uh, to improve your conversion and the usage of the application because, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's uh, almost an automatically built filter. I mean, you would, you would be able to just with our SDK, by the way, you would be able to analyze and see where users in, where users actually engage your app the most. And, and you can use it for two things. One, you can engage them more in these locations. And another option would be, you know, locations where they don't use it, try to figure out why, and, and you know, that's maybe when you should uh, call them for action. So, so of course, this helps. And, and also, uh, uh, this helps you know the type of people that are actually using your application. So you could target them more. You could uh, send it to uh, users of specific types uh, uh, to, uh, you know, you can target them and, and, uh, and, and, and you know, try to give them their, uh, get them to use your app more and invest your marketing on specific routes. Yeah, yeah, that, that's an interesting point. And I was wondering, in, in your experience, um, have you seen that people are able to infer um, sort of age, gender, you know, like the sort of the, the basic, you know, building blocks of, of targeted marketing, um, this kind of demographic information. Are you able to, to kind of infer some of that from venue information? Um, yes. or, or do you want to have that information and then supplement it with this kind of location? Do you want to sort of gather that basic user information first and then start plugging in this kind of location and, and lifestyle stuff? Or is this something that you can use to, to sort of form one of the building blocks of your your user profiles definitely segmentation and user profiles are being built really quickly here it's it's an interesting thing in mobile on mobile phones it's much uh, more difficult to segment users because you don't have uh, the browser and you don't know what uh, pages what uh, pages people will visit and you cannot really track them but if you look at the same analogy uh, to the real world with RSDK you can start looking at the actual places they visited which is a lot like looking at which uh, internet pages they visit. They visit. So, for example, if uh, someone goes to a saloon, we would know it's probably a, a woman. Or uh, if, for example, uh, uh, it would be uh, you know with a sports shop or a cigar shop. Or let's say, for example, we see someone in the university a lot. So this means it's a student. 
Mm-hmm. It's a, not a specific type of uh, crowd. Somebody that uses a lot of public transportation, uh, high-tech workers. We can tell which office you're, you're in right now, and we can say that you work in the high-tech community, and we can say that you're, uh, uh, you know, uh, what, what type of high-tech uh, uh, company you're in. Uh, we can target newborn moms, for example. Uh, you know, if they have been in uh, shops where they buy baby stuff, so. It's really very high, highly accurate uh, 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 segmentation. I think it's more accurate than most of the segmentations that you'll actually be able to get from mobile phones. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And there, there's certainly a lot of information to be gathered from that. And I'm sure it, it'd be really fascinating to, to look at the difference um, in, in what kind of profiles you build when you have access to the, to the web data versus uh, the physical location data. Um, but one of the things that, that this all makes me think of is that there are some sort of potential potential privacy issues in this space always when you're working with location data, um, and, and especially when you're when you're sort of building from that location data and trying to, to make inferences about who people are and their lifestyles. So how do you think developers should approach collecting this information, and how do you yourselves kind of uh, approach privacy in general? Well, privacy obviously is very important, and you know it, there will be more and more focus on it. I think as we move forward with technology. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's really it's approving location, and most apps where the user approve location, approves location, it's for his own benefit. And most people understand that that if they want to enjoy what the app has to offer, then this is part of the deal, and it's not something. It's something that most people eventually feel pretty comfortable with. Um, in addition, what we do with World is we offer developers three levels of permission. So if somebody feels that he wants to be more protective, he can choose not just to offer one permission that the, you know, that the person has to check, check mark, but actually a second level or a third level. So it's really up to the app, app developer or app owner to decide how far he wants to go with the with protecting privacy and being sure that privacy is actually protected. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great point, and and it's, it's an interesting space. Um, obviously, uh, with with regards to to privacy and uh, and all of this, and and I was just wondering, sort of, um, you'd obviously this is this is an area where there's there's a lot of development, but I was wondering if you guys could talk, sort of, what what made you think that that this is kind of the 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 sort of what makes you think that this is this is where app developers should be going this kind of location information what's what for you uh makes this uh a, a something that a lot of developers can use to really expand on what they're collecting already uh about their users just from the way they interact with the app and in the device what is is well, there a I, reason you think that location is kind of the next step well i think that uh, uh basically today in the world there's just too much information and it's very easy, it's very difficult to grasp all this information and make something valuable of it. Both for, uh, not, not just for applications, also for users, right? We get mm-hmm. so much information and we, and we don't have enough time to, to go through all this information. So we use all these types of filters. For example, uh, we would join a specific club of our interests so that we can get more information from that, from that, uh, from that, uh, club. Also, we would, uh, you know, join Facebook because that's where we meet. Uh, we see what our friends are actually, uh, you know, doing and what they're dealing with. And this is closer to us. So it's another filter for us to consume uh, information. What do our friends like to, to use? Uh, so I guess another very strong filter is, uh, is you know, the location or the actual place where I'm at right now, which is a completely, uh, uh, you know, a com- different context environment. I mean, when I go into a location with such a smartphone, 
the phone should behave according to the location that I'm in right now and give me the information that is relevant to the place that I'm actually in right now. So if I go into a restaurant, I need to get the menu of the restaurant. If I go into a lawyer office, I need to get the brochure of the lawyer office, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. The information that I get should re- always relate to the actual context and the actual uh, uh, filter that I'm placed in right now. We're basically building a completely new dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting point and an interesting sort of use case. So is that kind of that context-sensitive um, content and that kind of that, do you see that as where location data is, is headed or is that kind of, is that what we're building right now? Um, those kinds of, of user interactions, or is that something you see uh, just starting to emerge? And, and if, if it is what's happening right now, what do you think is kind of next in this space? I think location is, is not just, uh, I think location is actually a, a, a word that is, may not be strong enough because, you know, location, we always look at like a, a point on the map, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like a, a GPS gives us that and it's, for, it's good for navigation. A lot of things have been tried to do with the location, but, uh, you know, navigation applications are probably the strongest ones that get you from one location to another. We don't really look at it as a location. We look at it as a place. A place doesn't really matter where it is on the map too much. It's, it's, a, it's an actual place where, where things happen, where physical things happen, where you do stuff, where there is a special data that is relevant only to this place. And I think that so far technologies were not accurate enough to really tell you the actual place you're in, the actual uh, room you went into, the actual office you went into, and the actual store that you got into. Because if I'm close to a store, the the, the probability that I'll actually buy something, I think, is, is much smaller than if I actually went into that store. Because that's where my context, that's where my mind is at. And if I look, uh, and I think we are actually able to, to uh, fine-tune it so well to, to actually get to that extent, to, to get to this context that is relevant. Uh, if I look uh, to the future on this, I think that, uh, you know, uh, a lot of work with uh, interoper- uh, IoT devices and, and uh, you know, devices, other devices, not just, uh, not just phones or uh, um, other capabilities that uh, would, uh, you know, uh, inside the specific places would be able to, to uh, uh, interact with each other just on the fact that they're actually in the same place together. So this is one direction, but of course there are many, and we can't really forecast them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. It's, it's always hard to predict what's happening uh, in this industry, and especially with things like IoT, it's, it's all moving so fast. But, it, but thank you for, for talking to me a little bit today about you know what's, what's going on in this space and in a very exciting uh, type of, of information and, and source of data that for developers to work with. So I was wondering if you guys had any final thoughts um, that you'd like to leave uh, for the developer community about about what uh, what they can be doing or, or what why they should be working with location data. Uh, yes, I think this is a really exciting space. I think nobody really got or not many really used it the way that they will be able to use it with our SDK. The accuracy, the ability to uh, to uh, build to bridge between the physical and the virtual world. And I think just if uh, anyone we ask and, and we, we show this to immediately has tons of ideas what they can do with it. And, uh, you know, the more we use uh, mobile phones, the more the bridge between our virtual world and our uh, uh, physical world is getting closer. And the better we utilize this, the more efficient we become and the more we enjoy. So 
any idea that could uh, use this new uh, dimension, I think, would uh, be able would have the potential to actually do uh, uh, you know major changes in the, in the world, which is something that is very important for us as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's great, and it's, it's a, it is a fascinating space. And thank you guys for for coming on and talking to me today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and please remember to subscribe to Wireframes by the Apps Alliance to hear more insights from industry leaders.